Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Today, we're going to uncover some of the things that are making you not succeed. And in particular, I'm talking about the financial aspect of your design business. There are things that I see over and over and over again, and I see it in my own design business. So I thought I would share with you some of those things. So the very first thing that I see is the consistency thing. I've already talked about it. If you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know I talk about consistency. It is such a simple thing. So incredibly simple, and yet very few people know how to be consistent. Let me give you an example of this. So um, well over a year ago, it's been probably a year and a half at this point, one of my multiple shops, one of my multiple shops, I stopped posting in, I stopped putting designs in. And in that particular shop, I had been very consistently putting in a certain number of designs and uh, had been doing so for many, many years, okay? I stopped uh, putting stuff in there as I started my own design program and things got crazy and I started building a team and, and just things got really nuts. And I just decided to let that particular one go a little bit. And I knew I'd come back to it. We're talking about getting back to it now on my team to make sure that we are, you know, getting the design work out there. But anyway, the bottom line, it's been well over a year. Okay. And if you've been to a boot camp, I talk about residual income quite a bit. And this is one of those pieces where it's like kind of grumps me out, but also makes me happy at the same time. So here's the deal. I have not, I consistently posted in there for years and it made me lots of money. I stopped consistently posting and of course my numbers went down and we're talking about big. So it went from being a really pretty usual, like seven to $10,000 shop like always made me seven to $10,000, much, much more than that on, you know, holidays and all of that stuff. But we'll, we'll just say for right now, seven to 10. And I will say right now, after stopping posting for over a year, it only does between three and 4,000. Okay. Guys, that's literally because I was inconsistent. Me. Okay. Now a year is a long time, but I think this adds up for many of you who are inconsistent over periods of time. So for example, you post very regularly for three months and then you take a month off. Then you post for a couple of months and then you take two months off and then you post again for six months and then you take off one month. That kind of inconsistency adds up over time. So by being inconsistent, it is one of the things that will completely detract from you making money. Okay. And you, I mean, you just heard my numbers is like more than 50% decrease, um, in my actual sales and profitability in that shop. Now I, I personally made those choices based on everything I had going on because I was teaching other designers how to make money. So I, you know, I was okay with it. But those of you who are making your design business, your main thing, I'm here to tell you that consistency is everything. It's not one of the things, it is everything. 
And by simply being consistent over a long period of time, some of you think long period means three months or one year. It is not. That is not a long period of time. If you're going to do this as a career, if you were someone who was a doctor, you would be doing it for multiple years. Same as being a designer. Okay. Different technicalities, right? You're not opening someone up for surgery, but you do have to learn software. And guess what? The number of designers that I talked to who maybe even did a design degree in college left it for 20 years and were the, you know, was the HR manager or, you know, I just, oh my gosh, the number of things people have done instead of being a designer. And then they've come back to it. And it's like, even though they know some of the software, we have to reteach it to them because things change so quickly. I was just talking about this with my designers because um, they were asking, we have 17 courses in our program and a lot of people will be like, well, I know all the illustrator, all the whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not that kind of coursework. We don't teach just basic stuff. We're teaching you how to create uh, experts, uh, expert awareness in particular fields of study so that you can go off and then pivot when the day comes, you need to pivot. So we, we just teach design really differently than just university type curriculum or any, any kind of other curriculum you see out there because it's more holistic. Anyway, so we have 17 courses in the program and everyone has always asked, why don't you do an illustrator for the iPad course or a procreate course? Okay. Cause we don't do either of those things in our program. We use them in our program, but we do not have coursework on that program. We, we do have like bonus videos, like, and you know, our Photoshop class, we do some procreate in it, but there's nothing dedicated to it. You guys want to know why? Because the technology keeps changing so quickly. So at the time of filming this, I remember when illustrator on the iPad came out, which was October, 2020. Okay. And when it came out, we, we had some other things like illustrator, draw illustrator, fresco. So there was like some in between things, but illustrator for the iPad was the first thing to really connect us to illustrator on our computers where we're finishing up all our production work. The reason I haven't done a course is because it has changed so much. It changes every three to six months. So I would not be able to keep up with the coursework. Instead, those of you who are in mastermind, you know this, we have to be teaching and updating our students as we go. That's one of the problems with, I love the university system. You guys know I've, I've gone and spoken at universities. I, I think it's amazing. But one of the things that is so hard is unless you own a business and you're forced to consistently update yourself with the software and the technology, it is very difficult to stay up to date. So I have designers who were doing this 20 years ago who are now coming back into it and we have to do an update. It's an easier update than my new designers, you know, because they'll get into the software and be like, oh, I kind of remember this. I kind of remember where all this stuff is, but it is a totally different thing. It's like, I mean, I remember you guys, this is way back when, when I started in Illustrator, like I think it was 11. And then I remember when it moved to the CS system, it was CS one, two, three, four, five, six. And then it moved to the CC system, which was the creative cloud. And it went to a subscription model. I mean, by living all of that, it makes a huge difference in understanding the software. And then I have designers who knew old software. Let me give you an example of this. So, um, when I first started teaching at the university of Minnesota, I was working on my PhD at the time. Um, I was teaching Quark. Do any of you guys remember Quark? Okay. They are probably still around. I have no idea, but I was teaching Quark and two weeks before my graphic design foundations class started, the professors and the committee came to me and said, you can't teach Quark. 
our license didn't get renewed. You will be teaching Adobe InDesign. And I was like, what? Yeah, I had never opened that program up. Not ever, okay? So I was learning it and teaching it right before I was going. It was insanity, but you know, so was the early 2000s. So I was just trying to learn it and teach it as I went. I wanna say this, we have to be very present as designers, and that's part of this consistency thing. We have to be very present as designers on what is happening. And one of the best ways to do that is to have a community of other designers that we can talk to and hang out with that makes all the difference. It really does. By having a network of designers, you can see what shops are doing well, what shops are not paying. You guys, I honestly, you never know which are the shops or the manufacturers that do not pay their designers, okay? There was a time period in there about 10 years ago, there were certain places that I wouldn't design for because I knew that they didn't pay their designers or they didn't pay them on time. So there are all kinds of things that happen in an inside community and literally by being a consistent designer and by building that network, you have the opportunity to be a much more successful designer. So I basically mentioned the second thing there. So the first one's consistency, you guys. Consistency is everything because consistency adds all these other components that are important. And then the second thing, the second thing to all of that is a network. By having a network, it is everything. And you might say to me to create a, like, how do I make a network? Guys, you gotta build it for yourself, okay? That means reaching out to other designers. Like, I mean, before my program, you guys, I had a network. And it was by reaching out, by going to trade shows, by going to whatever I had to go to, which means I had to put money down, right? I had to fly there, I had to stay at a hotel, I had to pay to get in. Right? People don't think about that because they don't want to spend any money. So they think that by spending no money that they're going to make it. When very often we have to build networks and it costs money. And the goal is that there is a return on investment. Right, When we're consistent with our design work and we are putting in the time into it, right? time is an investment, then we get consistent results. When we go build a network where we are either paying into a program like mine or paying into you know whatever it has to be, maybe an influencer group or whatever you're looking at, or going to shows, uh, trade shows, wholesale shows, whatever it has to be, like that that payment we think will be an investment. Recently, this happened to me. I did a quick 24-hour stint in LA because I wanted to meet someone, and I booked a flight, booked a hotel, like the night before when I got there. I mean, it was like really fast went to the meetings I needed to go to, and then hurried back home. Absolutely worth it. Do I know what's gonna come from it? Not 100%, I have some ideas, but it was totally worth it. But I was willing to put the time in and the money in to make it happen. And very often what I see with designers, especially those of you who are getting into this because you're just thinking, this is an easy thing for me to do as a stay-at-home career, or because I do not wanna go get a job after my kids go to college, or because I'm trying to transition from my current career into a new one, is that it takes education, it takes network, it takes consistency. It is not just a fun free for all. I wish it was, but it's not. And so because of that, you have to be disciplined. There are things you're gonna have to do that you might not like. I'm gonna tell you, most of it 
is awesome. I really, really like. And that's why we get into this because we get to be creative and we get to do all these wonderful things. And I mean, to be totally honest, there is nothing like seeing your product in physical format. When I went and did our short-term rental um, at Garden Hill, 100%, it was because I got to see all the wallpaper. It was awesome. And actually putting it on the walls, it was just incredibly fun. Okay. And so there are so many pieces of this that's fun that we shouldn't complain about having to be consistent and doing a little work and doing a little work that maybe we don't want to do. Um, that will get us out of, you know, our own little island, which is what I talk about in my design boot camps. Being in our own little island is a very big problem. It doesn't allow us to grow. It does not help us become successful. It does not make us profitable. So if you're on your own island right now, you got to figure out a way to create a boat so you can visit the people on the other islands. Okay. All right, you guys, I hope this is helpful. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. That way we can keep producing great content for you. If you're on the podcast, please leave me a review. It's so important because it really helps other people find us so that we can let people know about all the great things they could be doing if they were learning how to sell their design work. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.